Well, hello and welcome to Start Your Day with Dr. J. My name is Dr. Jerome Lavelle, and I am so excited that you are joining me today for this podcast where you will hear a scripture reading from our most holy Bible, a reflection on that reading for me, and then a closing prayer to send you off into your day full of God's love. So let's get started. Our scripture reading of the day. Our scripture reading today comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 14, verses 1 through 6. On a Sabbath, Jesus went to dine at the home of one of the leading Pharisees, and the people there were observing him carefully. In front of him, there was a man suffering from dropsy. Jesus spoke to the scholars of the law and Pharisees in reply, asking, Is it lawful to cure on the Sabbath or not? But they kept silent. So he took the man, and after he had healed him, dismissed him. And then he said to them, Who among you, if your son or ox falls into a cistern, would not immediately pull him out on the Sabbath day? But they were unable to answer his question. Our Reflection on the Gospel I have entitled my reflection on today's gospel reading from uh, Luke chapter 14, verses 1 through 6. I've entitled it, Holy Cool. Holy Cool. Well, in today's gospel, we hear the story of Jesus healing a man on the Sabbath. And if you recall, it was in Luke chapter 13, just one chapter before our reading today, We recently read about Jesus healing a woman on the Sabbath who had been afflicted and stooped for 18 years. So for Luke, this is a common theme in this part of his entire book. And for our reflection, I'd like to look at these two scenarios and see what we see and see what we can make of any kind of comparison. So we're looking at the healing of the woman in Luke 13, and then the healing of the man with dropsy today in Luke 14. So in Luke 13, um, Jesus was healing in a synagogue. In Luke 14 today, he was dining at the home of a leading Pharisee. So two different places. In Luke 13, there was no word on who or how He was being uh, watched or how he was interacting necessarily. But today we're told that the people there, so the leading Pharisees and and uh, those folks of the law, were watching him carefully. So two different kinds of approaches to the audience there. In Luke 13, it was an older woman who was bent and stooped for 18 years. Um, and today it was a man suffering from dropsy, which I think is a skill, uh, a skin ailment, um, and no word on how long he had suffered. So two different afflictions, two different people, a woman and a man. 
In Luke 13, uh, Jesus does not engage in conversation with the leaders of the synagogue, but today he asks them a direct question. He says, is it lawful to cure on the Sabbath or not? He's the one that initiates the conversation. Matter of fact, he's the only one speaking in this entire gospel passage. So two different types of conversations. In Luke 13, Jesus spoke to the woman. He laid hands on her and then he healed her. Today we have less details, but just that Jesus took the man, healed him, and dismissed him. So two different healings. In Luke 13, Jesus is challenged by the leaders in an indignant way, meaning to embarrass him and lessen his standing uh, to the observers in the community. And today in, in Luke 14, there's no record of anyone challenging Jesus at all. So two different interactions with those Pharisees or the church leaders directly. In Luke 13, uh, we have Jesus responding in both cases with questions. Uh, In 13, you know, the notion was, you know, don't you unburden your donkey on the Sabbath? Uh, Why shouldn't I do likewise to this woman who's afflicted? And then today in Luke 14, you know, who would not you know, pull uh, the uh, an axe or your son, for that matter, out of a well on the Sabbath. So two different examples, but the same approach in offering a logical question. In Luke 13, um, his adversaries were embarrassed, and then the crowd that was gathered around them rejoiced. In today, in Luke 14, um, no one answered his question. So he, he offered a question, but there was no response or no one answered, no report on any humiliation or no report on any you know rejoicing in the crowd. So two different endings. So what I see are two similar public healings. Now, remember, Jesus often healed in the scriptures, but then often would say, Hey, listen, you know, tell, tell this to no one. These were public healings. So two public healings that accomplished what I think are two things. One is they certainly relieved someone from their suffering. So they did that. But then both of them amplified his message, his messages of love and compassion. First is last, last is first, humility. His message that I've come to fulfill the law, not to abolish it. His message to focus on the spirit of love, not on the love of the law. So I think he accomplished both of those in both of these scenarios. We also see two different scenarios here, as I've laid out, with lots of different elements. First, more contentious and adversarial. The second, perhaps a much lower temperature. Now, I've entitled my reflection, Holy Cool, because that's what I see Jesus being in both cases, one fiery, one not. He uses a similar approach, noticing a person who's suffering, doing his miraculous deed, and then offering a simple explanation for why in the presence of the persons who are gathered there in a holy, cool comportment. Of course, Jesus, because he was Jesus, knew their hearts And he had those convincing words, the teaching words at hand, and used them, you know, in each scene 
uh, to amplify his focus. Uh, in, in both cases, I think, though, he was using that holy, cool approach for those interactions that got to the essence of the situation. Now, in my life, I've found that, you know, in a lot of different scenarios that I've encountered, I've been much more effective in terms of witnessing for Christ when I've used a little bit of that holy, cool thinking, focusing on the essence of the scenario in a loving and caring way that does not tear down an adversary. This holy, cool approach is bridge building. That's not to say that emotion, volume, passion, forcefulness don't have their place in the right situation. However, we all know that often force begets force. Tension solidifies position. So my reflection today as we go out into the world doing the things Jesus calls us to do that we employ a little bit of the holy cool that Jesus shows us in this gospel in changing hearts and being a witness of him regardless of what type of environment that we find ourselves in. Our closing prayer. Heavenly Father, help us today to demonstrate your great love and grace to all those that cross our paths. May we be ready and willing to be faithful witnesses of you and to give an answer for what we believe so that many may also come to know you. Help us to edify and uplift other members of your body and in all things to be your hands and feet, your eyes and ears, and your heart of love in all we say and do today. In your most holy name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for joining me today. You've been listening to Start Your Day with Dr. J. My name is Dr. Jerome Lavelle, and I hope that your day is off to a great start. Please know that I'm thinking about you and I'm praying for you and all that you're encountering today, that you may edify those around you and have a wonderful and lovely day. I pray also for all of those who are in your life, those that you love and you're devoted to and you're praying for. Know that my prayers are there alongside of yours. So until next time, be well, much love from me, and be blessed.